Hi, this is Jessica McCoy with Calvary Christian Center. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything God has created you to be. We hope you enjoyed this message. Today we're going to talk about breaking the cycles of unforgiveness. You by live stream, I'm so glad to tell you that even if you feel like you can't do it, when you can't, Jesus can. Hallelujah. Look at Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. You can follow along in your Bible, on your iPad, or whatever you have, or right along on the screen. It says, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, check it out, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press. Somebody say, I press. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Note the 13th verse. Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind me. I want to teach for a few minutes along these lines, breaking the cycle of unforgiveness. I would like to subtitle it, Case Closed. I'm going to put it behind me. How many of you are ready to close some cases? and put some things behind you. Father, we slip up our hands before you and we tell you today, just teach us by your word. Break off every cycle that the enemy wants to trap us in and let us know that you are not through with us. The best is yet to come. If you want every negative cycle of the enemy broken off of your life, give the Lord a praise right where you are. Come on. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Paul said, brethren, I do not count myself as apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to the things that are ahead, breaking the cycles of unforgiveness in our lives. Let me preface this message by saying this. Listen to me closely. You cannot walk backwards into your future. You can't constantly be looking back and expect to make it into your future. The Bible said in Philippians 3.13, Brethren, I do not count myself as to have apprehended, but one thing I do, one thing I do, forgetting what is behind me. Now, pay close attention to what the apostle is saying here. Paul is declaring, he said, I don't count myself as apprehended. In other words, he was saying, I ain't arrived. I haven't made it. And, and this is free for you. This won't cost you anything extra. But the truth is, I want to stay in a place in my life where I realize I've always got room for more of God. Is there anybody that's got room for more of God? Make a little noise if you've got room for more of God. So if you've got room for more of God, what you're saying is, I have room to change. I have room to be modified. I have room for him to make me what he wants me to, me, to be. And Paul, as great as he was, he knew that he had not apprehended. He had not arrived. And no matter who you are, no matter how long you've been saved, but no matter how spiritual you may think you are, you never arrive. No matter how much of God you have, there's always more of God available. Hallelujah. And I'm at a place in my life where I want all of God that he has for me. I want everything he has for me. See, Paul refused to stop at a false finish line, and so must we. Much of the church is satisfied to, to stop at a false finish line and say, this is all there is. But listen, we can't celebrate the fullness of victory until we complete the fullness of assignment. 
I know in my life, church, when, when I realize I'm not finished, that, that God has more for me, I weigh my accomplishments against my assignment. And when I realize that what I've accomplished has been good and I'm thankful for it, it doesn't compare with what I feel like God has assigned me to do. And the Lord brought me here to tell somebody in the room, listen closely, you are not finished and God is not finished with you. Hallelujah. And you can't walk backwards into your future. People who are bound by unforgiveness, people who are bound by unforgiveness are always looking back. And I need you to write this down because this is actually a very profound statement. It is more necessary to see where you're going than continually look back at where you've been. People get trapped in cycles, cycles of unforgiveness. And then these people are continually revisiting and looking back, looking back at where they've been and what they've been through. And they're looking back at old wounds and old disappointments and old failures and old wrongs and old relationships and who messed you over and how you didn't do this and how you should have done that. And the enemy will use this as a great tool to capture you in your situation and keep you in a cycle that will negate what the Lord has for you in this present season. It's so easy to find ourselves justifying the frustration of where we are today because of what happened yesterday. But at some point, you got to be like Paul and say, I'm forgetting what is behind me. I'm going to stop blaming. I'm going to stop being in bondage. I'm going to start forgiving. And I'm going to step into a new season. Your new season is in front of you. It's not behind you. You will never back into your breakthrough. Come on, somebody. I said you'll never back into your breakthrough. Some people are living life like this. Boop, 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 boop. I wish I could make the loud sound, but my preach so much this week. Boop. You know what I'm saying. How did you make that sound? There you go. When you're backing up. Some of y'all, are you're going into life like that. You're trying to back into your breakthrough, back into your future. But listen, you won't back into your prosperity. You won't back into your new season. You're not going to back into new anointing. You're not going to back into your success. You're not going to back into forgiveness. You're not going to back into a better life. You're not going to back into new beginnings. Forgiveness is intentional, y'all. It's not accidental. It's saying that I'm not going to be bound by yesterday anymore. We must not look back to blame, but we must look forward to blessing. Come on, Paul said, this one thing I do is forgetting, forgetting. It must have been something that he did virtually every day. And I don't know about you, but there, there are some things in my life that I have been through that periodically I have to make the decision, I'm going to forgive you again. Where are the real people at? I mean, it's good when we get completely free of it, but sometimes there are tragedies and travesties that happen to us, and once in a while we have to get up and say, you know what, I'm not going to let that get back on me. I'll forgive you again. Paul said forgetting. Somebody say forgetting. Look at the Greek word forget. In the Greek, the word forget means to lose out of one's mind, to neglect it. Paul said, I'm going to neglect my past. I'm going to neglect those things that are trying to hold me in unforgiveness. It doesn't mean that it didn't happen, but what it means is this. I choose to neglect it. I'm not going to give it power over me anymore. I'm going to get so captured about where I'm headed and the call of God on my life that I'm going to ignore and neglect my past. Lose it out of your mind. It's time to realize that when you neglect the painful past, it cannot hurt you anymore. 
Let me teach you a little bit. You got to lose it out of your mind. And I want to give you a couple of ways to break the cycle of unforgiveness and step into the promise of your future. How many of you want to break every cycle of unforgiveness off of your life? Make a little noise if that's you. So number one, here's what you have to do. You have to dismiss all cases against yourself. Oh, now here we go. Here's where it gets really real. Because one of the people we have the most unforgiveness for very often is ourselves. But here's what I want you to do. Look at your neighbor and say, dismiss all cases against yourself. Yeah, you can't allow yourself to be mesmerized and hypnotized by your past, by your failures, by your sins, things that you've experienced that were negative that maybe you, you, you caused it, you brought it on. How many of you know some things in our lives that we went through, we don't have nobody to blame but ourselves? You say, Pastor, the devil made me do it. Liar, liar, pants on fire. The devil didn't make you do it. You dug the swimming pool. You built the diving board. You put on your bathing suit and you jump right in. Come on. You can't blame the devil for some things. And hear me in this house today. There comes a point in your life where you have to dismiss all cases against yourself. I know people here today, there must be some here on my live stream who are bound by where you, by what you did yesterday. You're struggling today, bound where you are today because you're still handcuffed to your past failures and mistakes. You look back in regret. You look back in shame. But I've got a word for somebody today. The born again Christian has no past in God's eyes. Are there any born-again Christians? Let me hear from the born-again Christians. No, no, no. I'm talking about born again. The Bible said you must be born again. Let me hear from the born-again Christians. When you were born, you were born without a past. When you were born, you were born without an, a season behind you that was negative. That's why the Bible said you must be born again. That's how old things are passed away and all things become new. Has anybody been born again? Glory, glory, glory. The born-again Christian has no past in God's eyes. Here's what the devil doesn't want you to know. God is not looking to blame you. He has taken your blame. Jesus is not looking to blame you. He has taken your blame. Oh, my goodness. Here's, here's some really good news. Jesus is not looking to blame you. He's looking to bless you. Okay, 12 of you are happy about it. I said, Jesus is not looking to blame you. He's looking to bless you. He's not looking to blame you and jack you up over your past. That's why he went to the cross. That's why he took your place. That's why he bore your shame. Come on, somebody. He dealt with your transgressions. He dealt with your sin. He dealt with your iniquity. The Bible said he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The Bible said his soul was made an offering for sin. Oh, let me talk to you.
Do you know what sin is? In Isaiah, there's three words for what we would call one word sin. It is sins, transgressions, and iniquity. The word sin in the Hebrew, it means the mark, to miss the mark. And the Bible said his soul was made an offering for sin. Every time you ever miss the mark, has everybody missed it? Come on. Has everybody had a time in your life, somebody maybe then, have you had times where you missed the mark, where you did what you shouldn't have done, where you didn't quite get there? For every time you miss the mark. The Bible said his soul was made an offering for your sins. And then the Bible said he was wounded for our transgressions. What are transgressions? It's the same word as trespass. It means to go too far. It means to go where you shouldn't have gone. Uh, to see, your, your, your neighbor's gone too far at one time in their lives. You never did, but your neighbor did. You trespassed. You went too far. Hadn't it, Jesus? Where are the honest folk at? Who would admit that at one point you, you went too far? You did some things you shouldn't have done. But see, he was wounded for our transgressions, for our trespasses. He was bruised for our iniquities. What are our iniquities? Iniquities represent inner sins and inner struggle. It's those things that we wrestle with that we don't even know why we wrestle with them. It's those things that boil up inside of us. It's that website that we get drawn to when we're online. Oh, I'm about to teach. Come on. It's that thing that draws us and we don't even understand. Why do I act that way? See, that's just the brown way. That's just the Rayleigh way. No, that's an iniquity. That's an inner thing that has become generational. Oh, Jesus. Some people call it generational curses. I call it generational iniquities. It's a bending toward behavior. Why am I bent toward that behavior? Why does that bad attitude just well up inside of me? Why do I have that anger that just comes up inside of me? All the Joneses are angry. Why am I angry just like that? That's an iniquity. That's something that gets down inside of you. But the Bible said he was bruised for our iniquity. What are bruises? Bruises are outward manifestation of inward bleedings. That means you bleed on the inside, but all you can see is the bruise. You don't see the actual blood. What are iniquities? Iniquities are inner struggles. Jesus said, I bled on the inside for your inside struggles. He said, I'll deal with your inside problems. Oh. I'm trying to tell you that he's not looking to blame you. He's looking to bless you. He's looking to forgive you. Sins, trespasses, iniquities are all underneath the blood of Jesus Christ. If you believe that, give the Lord a praise. The Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. You got folks trying to judge you for somebody you're not anymore. The old has come, the new has come. Has come. The old is gone, the new has come. Dismiss every case against yourself today. Get past your past. You'll never be able to bust a move into your future if you're constantly bound by your past. So often, y'all, we, we look at our past, and, and from our past, we determine our future. We look at our past, and from that past, we determine what our future is going to be like. You say, I cannot because I never could. I cannot because I could not, because I did this, or I allowed this compromise or I did this or I got connected to that and so on and so forth I can't forgive myself pastor I can't forgive myself. I fell too hard. I can't get beyond that abortion. I can't get beyond that affair. I can't get beyond that failure. I can't get beyond that sin. Can I tell you something? Starting this morning, starting right now, dismiss all cases against yourself. It's over. Somebody say, it's over. 
Here is some life-giving information for you. Here is some life-changing revelation. You may be looking at your past to determine your future, but God doesn't look at your past to decide your future. He doesn't look at where you've been to decide where you're going. He doesn't look at what you've done to decide what you can do. He doesn't look at your defeat to decide your victory. It's time for you to stop blaming your past for a negative, non-productive now and a negative, non-productive future and do what the Lord has done for you. Forgive yourself. Hallelujah. God wants you to understand he's not looking at your past to determine your future. He is looking at the blood of Jesus Christ and God is not willing to hold you responsible for what Jesus Christ has paid for. Dismiss all cases against yourself. Hallelujah. Don't let your past mistakes become a memorial. Don't let your past sins become a memorial. What is a memorial? It's something you go and visit every once in a while. I have to go visit it every now and again. You go to the Lincoln Memorial. Come on. Some of y'all have your sin set up like a memorial. And every once in a while you go back to it and say, this is why I'm messed up. Because I'm, I messed up. This is why I can't go further. Because I sinned or because I had that abortion or because I got that divorce or because I got involved in that relationship. This is why I'm not able to do more. This is why and you've memorialized it. But hear me in this room do not memorialize your sin do not make a memorial out of your failure your past should not be uh, uh, embalmed it should be cremated hallelujah I said, I said, your past should be cremated, not embalmed. You, you need to, oh, Jesus. I remember years ago, and I've been there many times. I've been to Russia several times. I've been in Red Square many, many times, and I've been right into where Lenin's tomb is. And every single solitary Thursday morning, they shut down that Lenin tomb, and they re-embalm him every Thursday because he's about 70% wax now. The dude has literally rotten down to nothing, but they constantly re-embalm him so, they so that they can continually look at him. Hear me in this place. Don't embalm your past. Cremate it in the name of Jesus Christ. Forgive yourself and move on. Stop blaming it and embrace grace. God's got a plan for you that is bigger than what you did. He knew you were going to get jacked up before you got jacked up. The Bible said in Romans 8:28, for we know that all things work together for the good who love the Lord. Anybody love him? Make a little noise if you love him. All things work together for the good to those that love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. The words work together in the Greek there, it means they're made to cooperate. God said, I'm so big and I'm so omniscient and I'm so omnipresent. I'm so everywhere and I so know everything that I knew you were going to mess up before you messed up. I knew you were going to struggle before you ever struggled. So what I do in the great recipe of life, all things work together. I make them cooperate. The Lord said you had to go through this to get to that. You had to have this issue to get to that issue. And the enemy doesn't want you to know it. But God said, I'll take your high times, your low times, your, your full times, and your lean times. I'll take your righteous times and your unrighteous times, and I will work them together in the recipe and plan that I have for your life, and I will make it all work together for my good. 
God is concerned about two things. Number one, your good, and number two, his glory. So in the end of the day, everything is going to work out for my good and his glory because he's going to be able to bring me away from my failures and open up a new season. I can forgive myself. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, if Jesus can forgive you, you can forgive yourself. Somebody give the Lord a praise if you hear me today. Forgiving yourself will change the trajectory of your life. It will make you realize that you really are a new creation. Dismiss, watch it now, young person. Dismiss all cases against yourself. But secondly, dismiss all cases you've made against others. Come on now. That's where the fight really gets intense. You're fighting for your future. And one of the things you have to do is dismiss all cases against others. The fight that you're in oftentimes is a fight to forgive others. And it's an inner fight. It's an inner struggle. Sometimes you think you got it and you don't have it. Got, I got about 10 honest people. So sometimes you think you've forgiven them and then you see them and you cartoon cuss. Come on, rick them, frick them, shig them. Y'all know, know about cartoon cussing, rick them, frig them, shig them. Some of y'all don't know cartoons like that, but when I was growing up, that's how they would cuss in cartoons. They'd, they'd say, rick them, frig them, shig them, shig them, rick them, rick them. Some of y'all got the other kind of cussing. You need to revert and start cartoon cussing and clean up your mouth. Come on. You think you've got it all figured out, and then you see him, and you're like, oh, frig him, frig him, shig him, rig him. You see him at family reunion, you're like, shig him, rig him, rig him, frig him. Come on. Some of you are understanding what I'm saying because you're still bound by it. You're still bound by what they did to you, and you think you get it over, and you look good on the outside. I mean, you walk around and you smile and you act like everything's okay, but inside you're still mad. Inside you're still wounded. You ever been there? You ever been there where you put on a good face, but you knew inside? Where are the real people at? That, that inside you were still dealing with it, inside you were still struggling with it because it's an inner often battle. Because we control ourselves on the outside. We control the things we say. We control how we act. But inside there is warfare. And you say, Pastor, you don't know what they did to me, so I'm still struggling on the inside. How do I win on the inside? Because our most intensive warfare for forgiveness is waged within. I can dress it up now, Pastor. I can, I, I can look good, women, say I can put on my makeup I can put on my weave or my extensions come on white women have extensions black women have weaves whatever you got if you can't achieve it weave it come on somebody if you can't do it glue it Hallelujah, whatever you got to do, work it out. But in the end, you say, I can put in my weave. I can put in my extensions. I can put on my makeup. And I look good on the outside. But on the inside, there is still a war going on inside of me. That if they come across my Facebook line or I see them there, it's something happens inside of me. Yeah, I'm dealing with it on the inside. And see, here's some earth-shaking news that the devil wishes I would not give you. He wants you to think you can't win that battle inside. But the Bible says in John 4, 4, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Jesus said, I'll get right down inside of you and I'll fight that thing with you. Somebody give God a praise if that's what you need. Precious forgiveness is an inside job.
It's an inside job. It starts inside. You must allow the who that is in you to deal with the what that would want to hold you from your purpose and your destiny. And one of the main keys that is critical to your future, listen to me in this room, you got to dismiss all cases against others. Even if they're guilty. See, here's the truth. They may have ruined you for a season, but don't give them the power to rob you of a productive, blessed, prosperous future. Listen, you may have hurt me yesterday, but I'm not going to give you power over my life today. Don't allow someone who has wrecked your yesterday, don't give them the power to ruin your today and rob you of your tomorrow. Dismiss the case today. Don't be bound by yesterday. If you get trapped in a cycle of unforgiveness, you're still empowering them to control you today and sabotage your tomorrow. You say, Pastor, I can't forgive. You don't have no clue what they put me through. You have no clue about what I've been through. I've been through so much. They put me through so much. You don't know what they put me through. Now, I'm going to mess somebody up, but I wanted to say this. We are like a tea bag, y'all. We're not worth much until we've been through some hot water. See, hear me in this room. Maybe they put you through the hot water, but it didn't kill you. Maybe they put you through some hot times and some hot water, but it didn't kill you. Tell your neighbor, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, it showed you that you could make it through. It showed you that the Lord was still on your side. It showed you what was inside of you. It showed you that you were more than a conqueror and he was more than enough. They may have tried to put you through it, but you came through it. And I'm telling you today, you are on the precipice of stepping into a new season. Dismiss all cases against folk who've wronged you. Forgive them. Somebody say, let it go. Come on, just like the ice princess. Let it go. Come on. Let it go. You, you, you know what you need to do is forgive your enemies. Forgive your enemies. Nothing annoys them more. Oh, I thought I'd get at least one amen. You, you say, Pastor, I can't forgive them. You don't know what they cost me. You don't know what they did to me. You want to really jack a manipulator up? Because there are people in your life that the enemy places just to manipulate you. He, they, they, they were on assignment in your life to manipulate you. They were on assignment in your life because the enemy wanted them to manipulate your life, manipulate his purpose in your life, to manipulate your destiny and your future. But when you make up in your mind that you are going to forgive them, nothing annoys them more because now they can't manipulate you anymore. Because every time they look at you, if they're real manipulators, they love the fact that you're depressed. They love the fact that you're still upset. They love the fact that you're still mad. But when you break it in the name of Jesus, it frustrates him. How many of you want to aggravate your manipulators in the next season? And say, I'm just going to forgive you. I'm just going to walk away from it. Make a little noise if that's you in the room. You say, Pastor, I don't know. That's all good for you. You don't know my story. Well, precious, you don't know my story. But I've made up in my mind, I'm going to let somebody who hurt me yesterday hurt me today. I'm breaking their influence off my life, and I'm forgiving them. You say, Pastor, after all they did to me, after all they cost me, i got to get them back. i got to get even. 
Bless God, I'm going to get even. You wait. I'm going to get my chance. I'm going to get even. Listen, there's no revenge so sweet as forgiveness. Y'all don't make me throw my shoe while I'm trying to behave and teach. I'm trying not to holler and run and carry on. I, I said there's no revenge as sweet as forgiveness. Look at your neighbor and make sure they're awake. And just say, hey neighbor, did you hear pastor? There's no revenge so sweet as forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm moving on. Yeah, you tried to take me out, but I'm moving on. You tried to hurt me, but I'm moving on. I don't have to get even with you. Here's what I decided a long time ago, and I want to say this over you. The only people you should try to get even with are those who have helped you. I'm only going to try to get even with the people that have helped me. If you help me, I'm going to try to get even with you and I'm going to help you. You got to dismiss all cases and move on. Dismiss all cases against people who hurt you and move on. God brought me here to tell you that it's time to break every cycle of unforgiveness because as long as you look back on the wrong and as long as you look back on the wound and as long as you refuse to forgive, as long as you constantly blame where you are on what so-and-so did to you, you will lose in life. You will never get ahead. You will never become all God has called you to do. It's time to dismiss all cases against people who did you wrong because you cannot be in bondage not another day. You'll never get ahead as long as you're trying to get even. But when you say it's over, it's behind me, my best is yet to come, I want to tell you that your best will come in the name of Jesus. Stop spending your time. Stop wasting your energy. Stop wasting your mental power. Stop wasting your destiny. Stop wasting your minutes and your moments on somebody that don't even care about you. It's time for you to say, I've got a new season and I'm embracing it. I dismiss all cases against you. Somebody give God a praise. Tell your neighbor, I'm pressing on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You better tell two or three people again, say, I'm pressing on. Paul said, I don't count myself as being apprehended or, or, or as to have apprehended in Philippians 3, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me, reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press. He said, I press. He said, I press. I press for the goal. See, you may have messed me up for a season, but I still got a goal. I press for the goal for the prize of the upward call. You may have messed me up for a season, but I still got a goal. You may have brought me down for a season, but I'm still going up. You may have brought me down because of what you did to me, and you may have thought you got the best of me, but I forget what is behind me, and now I'm pressing into a new season. I'm pressing toward a goal. God's got a goal for somebody. God's got a goal for you. You got an upward call in Christ Jesus. Tell your neighbor, I'm going up. Make a little bit of noise if you're going up. I'm going above my past. I'm going above what went wrong. I'm going above what people did to me. I'm going above that issue. I'm going, you may have touched me in a wrong way, but I'm getting above it. You may have hurt me, but I'm getting above it. You may have, you may have stepped out on me in a marriage, but I'm getting above it. My God, make a little noise if you're going up. Hear me in this house. You say, well, pastor, that's how I'll get for you. That's how I'll get for you. I, I, I'll be glad when this service is over. 
reason I ain't leaving now because people will watch me if I walk out. That's all good for you. You don't know. Jacked up joker don't deserve my forgiveness. That heifer, she don't deserve my forgiveness. <laughs> the Greek word for heifer is heifer. It means heifer. It is pronounced heifer. <laughs> She doesn't deserve my forgiveness. Here's what I know. Those who deserve forgiveness the least need it the most. They may not even know they need forgiveness, but you need to forgive them the most. Don't get trapped in a cycle of unforgiveness because you're caving to the strategy of the devil. Dismiss all cases against others. Refuse to harbor hate and unforgiveness. Hate is the slow suicide of your destiny. When you, when you don't forgive people, you kill your own destiny. When you don't forgive and move on, you stay trapped. But when you forgive and move on, baby, you win the fight. I'm not, if I forgive him, I lose. No, if you forgive, you win. Because you're saying, I'm not going to be bound by it, not another day. I dismiss all cases, and I move on. Stop blaming. Forgive them. It's the best way. Hey, praise the Lord. She's running for Jesus. Hallelujah. She said, I'm gone. I'm feeling, she's feeling this message. She's running the whole building. Praise the Lord. Her mom just got the Holy Ghost and ran after her. So you're sitting in your seat and people are getting free all over this place. See, listen to me. Blaming and being trapped by unforgiveness wastes your time and energy. Let me, let, me just, let me give you this. I didn't even drop this bomb in first uh, service. If you want to be miserable, withhold forgiveness. If you want to be miserable, just keep blaming others. Because the truth is, unforgiveness does more damage to you than it does to the person that you refuse to forgive. Dismiss all cases against the people that have wronged you. To forgive, I, I read this in first service, and I really believe it. I didn't originate this, but this is a powerful statement. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner is you. Withholding forgiveness is like drinking poison and wanting the other person to die. I'm telling you, it's time to break every cycle of unforgiveness off of your life. You can only move forward in your destiny when you decide, I'm going to forgive myself and I'm going to forgive others. See, you got to refuse to play that unforgiveness game because what is behind you is insignificant compared to what is ahead of you in the name of Jesus. I said what is behind you is insignificant compared to what is ahead of you in the name of Jesus. Put your hand on your chest and say what is behind me is insignificant compared to what is ahead of me in the name of Jesus. Now give God a praise like you believe it. The first key to winning is to win within yourself. Don't dream up of a thousand reasons why you can't do something great. Find the one reason you can and do it. Do it in the name of the Lord. You got to break the cycle of unforgiveness and, and move on. You say, well, pastor, what about my future? I've, 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 I've nursed this for a long time. I've held it for a long time. 
you know, she, she hurt me. And Lord, you remember how I failed 2012. Remember how I messed up last year. Or you remember how I messed up in 1968. Some of y'all are really old in here. You know what I did, Lord, in the 90s? And the Lord said, no, I, I really don't. I don't have any recollection of it. I don't, I don't know what you did. Why are you trying to remind God of something he's chosen to forget? It, if he can forgive you, can't you forgive yourself? Here it is. Dismiss all cases. I wish I had a gavel and a hammer. I would, I would, I would dismiss all cases. Hey, don't give me your boot. Yes, I want your boot. Give it to me. Yes, sir. That's right. This is my gavel. This is. <laughs> it don't stink. Very bad. No, it doesn't. Some of y'all, you've been carrying the mess too long. Dismiss the case against yourself. Case closed. That abortion, case closed. That extramarital affair, case closed. That addiction, case closed. That attitude, case closed. Don't sit up there and say, don't break my boot. Case closed. Some of y'all are saying, but they hurt me. Case closed. He had an affair on me. Case closed. They abused me as a child. Case closed. say, well, Pastor, what about my past? Is it going to mess up my future? Jeremiah 29, 11. How does God feel about your future? I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. It's time to break the cycle of unforgiveness in your life. It's time to realize that your best is yet to come. So stand on your feet for just a moment and get your neighbor by the hand and say, hey, neighbor, I don't know how you react. Holler at him, say, I don't know how you react. Holler at him, say, I don't know how you react to good news, but I just got good news that I've got prosperity, a hope, and a future. This is how I react. you act but when I get a promise from God this is how I react it's time to break the cycle every cycle of unforgiveness in your life we've been talking about breaking cycles next Sunday now it's 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 the Lord's will Sunday and you say well, why is it the Lord's will because Time is falling back.
and we get an extra hour of sleep. And this is the Lord's will. Let's do it every Sunday. I'm preaching encore next Sunday. I need you to bring as many people as you can. It'll be a Sunday of salvation like never before. We'll be huge next Sunday. You watch. This place will be full of people. And I'm already excited about next Sunday, but for this moment, I'm more excited about this Sunday because I want to break every cycle of unforgiveness in your life. Some of you need to dismiss the cases against yourself. And you need to dismiss the cases that you made against others. Tell your neighbor, dismiss the case. Dismiss every case against yourself. Forgive yourself. He's forgiven you. Forgive others. Because they shouldn't spoil your today and ruin your tomorrow because of what they did to you yesterday. I'm not giving. Listen, I've been hurt significantly in my life. But I've decided don't. I'm not going to live in my past. I'm not going to let people who had control over me and manipulated me when I was younger, I break that now. That's my revenge. My revenge is I'm a good dad. My revenge is I'm a good husband. My revenge is I love my family and I serve the Lord. When the devil said, I'll take him out on that one. No, I'm like a tea bag. Hallelujah. I've been through some hot water, but hallelujah, now I'm worth something. Can I get a witness in the house? Nobody, nobody leave if you can stay here just for a moment. How many of you want to break every cycle of unforgiveness that the enemy's ever tried to place on your life? With heads bowed and eyes closed. Hallelujah. Every cycle of unforgiveness, forgive yourself. Forgive that uncle, forgive that aunt, forgive that cousin, forgive that parent, forgive that family friend. Forgive that ex-husband, that ex-wife. Forgive that person who wounded you. Forgive yourself for that indiscretion, for that blemish, for that blame. Dismiss the case. Dismiss the case against yourself. Dismiss the case against others. If you're hearing on some level, you need, to, you need to embrace this word of forgiveness. With heads bowed and eyes closed. One, two, three, raise your hand. I need, I need this word, Pastor. I need, to, I need to do some forgiving. I need to forgive somebody else. I need to forgive myself. I need to forgive people, foolish people who tried to harm me but God used it, but I'm not going to let it rob me. I'm not going to give it space in my head, in my heart, and in my future. First service was absolutely glorious as people got delivered. I'm telling you, it was indescribable. I feel an even greater anointing here today. Pastor John is about to sing a song. Son, will you come up here? If you want to walk in that place of unforgiveness, and you're really serious about it. The Lord spoke to me. He said, I was to break that cycle off of your life. That you could walk out of here today. Every case against yourself dismissed. And every case against others dismissed. This is not about salvation. This is about you saying, it's over. Case closed. 
my best days are in front of me. As John sings, if that's you, I dare you to come right here to the front because I'm going to speak this blessing over those that are standing in the front. Sing, son. without price like you Lord Jesus Christ I want to love even my enemies I want to love like you be like you just like you did I want a heart that forgives if you want that raise your hand I feel the Spirit of God in here sings. I want a heart that forgives when the ones that are closest that I've known the longest hurt me the most. I still want to love them just like you love me, even though I'm hurting. I want a heart that forgives when the pain is so deep. It's so hard to speak about it to anyone Just like your son I give up my right to hold it against them With hatred inside I want a heart that loves everybody Even my enemies I want to love like you, be like you Just like you did want to love like you, be like you, just like you did. I want to love like you, be like you, just like you did. Give me a heart that forgives. I let it go. I let it go. I let it go. Give me your heart. me your heart. I want to love everybody, even my enemies. I want to love like you, be like you, just like you did. I want to walk like you, talk like you, just like you did. I want to love like you, be like you, just like you did, I want a heart that forgives. So in the name of Jesus, I break every cycle off of you right now. Lift your hands across this room. The deliverer is in the house. The deliverer is in the house. The, the cycle breaker is in the house. I break every cycle of unforgiveness off of you. 
Right now, I declare that you dismiss all cases against yourself. I declare that you forgive yourself in the name of Jesus. Anything that you did, anything that, any transgression, anything that you regret, I break it off of you in the name of Jesus. It does not hinder your future. God, God is not looking at your past to determine your future. That cycle of unforgiveness is broken. Slip up your hands now. I, I break every cycle of unforgiveness. <clears throat> and I say, you dismiss every case against those who did you wrong. Those people who hurt you, those people who wounded you, you dismiss the case against them. I declare that I break in the name of Jesus that cycle of unforgiveness that has tried to keep you captured in something that God wants to move you beyond. It is a new season. It is a new day. It's time for you to step into it. I want you now to raise your hands and I want you to pray this prayer after me. Pray, Father. Everybody in the room, we could all, all rehearse this. Slip up your hands and pray it. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you for new seasons. Thank you for new beginnings. Thank you for being born again. Thank you for fresh starts. Thank you, Lord, that I can forgive myself. I dismiss all cases against myself. If you've forgiven me, if you've forgiven me that's, enough. that's enough. I forgive myself. I, forgive myself. I, embrace, that I embrace that forgiveness. I receive that forgiveness. I, that forgiveness. I thank you for that forgiveness. I break that cycle of unforgiveness about myself, off myself. And Father, in Jesus' name. Come on, y'all. I feel the anointing. I feel the anointing. Say, in Jesus' name. I dismiss every case against everyone who robbed me. They won't control me. What they did to me does not dominate my life. I dismiss every case against them. I forgive them. I forget it. I neglect it. I do what Paul did. I walk away from it. I declare in Jesus' name. I raise my hands in freedom. I raise my hands in liberty. I have a heart that forgives. I'll forgive every day if I have to. But I will not be bound by it anymore. I will not be hindered by it anymore. I will not be limited by it anymore. My best days are in front of me. Your plans are to prosper me. God, your plans are to prosper me to give me a hope and a future. Now I thank you for it. Now I praise you for it. Now I honor you for it. Come on, God is freeing people all over the room. God is freeing people. That cycle is broken. Come on, that cycle is broken. That cycle is broken. Hi, this is Jessica McCoy with Calvary Christian Center. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything God has created you to be. We hope you enjoyed this message.